0: Just a quick quick thought from the first reading, which is always kind of profound and, and mysterious, to the Old Testament, the way it's written. But my takeaway from it, without getting too lost in how things that happen on, on, in life sometimes are there to, to kind of educate and even sometimes punish us and slow us down in our tracks. Um, I took away from today that David was like, wait, but I'm the shepherd. Let me suffer. Not, don't let the sheep suffer. But I want to say, I think the reality is that sometimes our kids... Our sheep are not immune to our stupidity, (laughs) our mistakes, our sins. And it's just kind of sobering and an invitation to ask forgiveness, all the more so aware that the struggles and the, the consequences of my sins are very real. And I can't pretend that it affects just me, but rather the way we're connected. Parents to children, shepherd to sheep, like the consequences are there. And we just humbly acknowledge that and ask God all the more to forgive and make up for our shortcomings with great confidence in his mercy and his grace to do so. There's a lot in the gospel, and I just wanted to kind of walk right in. This morning I was just kind of imagining what it would have been like for Jesus to walk into his hometown, this podunk nowhere, Nazareth, I don't know, I won't say it, I won't say it, I won't say it. Right. It's okay, i an uptown boy, uptown boy coming to, to booty. I mean try imagining the booty boy makes it big, you know? Comes home to celebrate in Luling, where he grew up, and everyone knew him. They knew what he did in school, they knew how he acted, and he just walks among his peers. There's a lot we could go into, but for me just one takeaway for today is that Jesus struggled in ministry. Jesus struggled in his own hometown to make great things happen. And he did everything right to make it work. And sometimes when you have an initiative, you want to start like a Bible study or some great event or some social or some spiritual or adoration or something, and no one comes. And we can sit there and say, why, what, what did I do wrong? And our Lord probably, you know, Could you imagine the scene of Jesus like, praying over his friend's son as his friend really doesn't believe it's going to happen. Believe, he doesn't believe the is going to happen because this is the carpenter's son. They grew up together. Jesus lays hands on somebody and nothing happens. He could do no great deed there because of their lack of faith. I wonder what his apostles thought. Rabbi, what's wrong? Are you okay? Are you sick? What's wrong with you? Nothing. My miracles, my salvation is yes, my gift, but it also depends on how it's received. And here it's not being received. I was also thinking, like as it started out, there was initial excitement. They'd heard the rumors from Cana, the rumors from what was going on in Capernaum, and the great deeds that were done there. And it's initially like excitement and good, and the seeds of, of hope, and, and perhaps good soil are there. He did lay hands on a few people, and they had faith to be healed. But then how quickly the, 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 the weeds spread. Sometimes i scratch my head saying, doesn't the devil sometimes have it so easy? Why does the devil always seem to to get so much progress when we're just like struggling to make any headway? And our Lord probably felt that to some degree, just in his humanity. They've been given so much. This was Nazareth. These people could have been like amazed and overjoyed and humbly grateful. I got to grow up with the Messiah. I lived down the street from him. I was at his house on Friday nights. But instead, their minds were closed. How hard for our human logic to be set aside because God doesn't work according to human logic. How hard for our imposition of like what has to happen or what can't happen. Like Why would God choose Nazareth? God, you wouldn't choose us. Like Forget it. I, I can't believe that you would choose Nazareth. Nothing good ever comes from Nazareth. So I can't accept that you would choose our people therefore this guy can't be the one much less me don't we sometimes put limits on what God can do through us and yet he wants to do so much through us but i just want to ponder that just a little bit cuz sometimes we, we want to do great things and circumstances get in the way people's responses isn't what we wish it were and the miracle doesn't happen but Lord experienced that. You could imagine in his humanity, Jesus wanting to say, you know what, Father? <laughs> I'm done. Three days in Nazareth, nothing, I'm, I, you know, you do it. But of course not. Like he keeps going. He trusts in the Father's plan and he keeps sowing seeds. Nazareth, Nazareth was kind of rocky soil, shallow soil. So, many, so much grace poured and nothing came of it. So he went on to Capernaum again. He went down to, to Judea. He went to the, the pagan areas. And their soil was better than his own hometown. And he accepts that. He also says, one sows, another will reap. So he also trusts that the Holy Spirit might be able to do more after this initial effort bore so little fruit. But he trusts and he moves on. We just ask him to help help us in our efforts to continue to spread his kingdom when we find resistance, when we find difficulty, when the fruits initially are not what we wish they were. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.